0: You're listening to Behind the Clipboard, event experts empowering you to throw killer events for your business, workplace, social circle and beyond. We're giving you the insider toolkit, allowing you to make your events the talk of the town. Produced by Known Associates Events,
1: it's time to go backstage with your hosts, Tamara Cook, Crystal Thane and Melissa Howie. Welcome to Behind the Clipboard. I'm Crystal Thane, and please welcome my fellow event gurus, Tamara Cook of Known Associates Events and Melissa Howie.
2: Hey. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey. Hey. What are we talking about today,
1: Crystal? I'm so glad you asked, Tam. Today, we're going to delve into nailing the creative concept of your event, which is so, so important to ensuring a memorable experience for your guests. The most common vehicle for doing this in our industry is via mood boards. In this episode, we're going to walk you through the top five tips for creating a mood board for your event, discuss various creative processes that people might have, <laughs> how to find yours, plus touch on event themes throughout the discussion. Cool. So let's kick it off. Sorry, I got a bit tongue-tied. of giggles. Of, of, uh, after all the P's and the people and the processes. <laughs> you do
2: have the giggles, <laughs> but uh, let's, pre-
1: let's press on. <laughs> Tam, can you tell us what a mood board is for people that don't know?
2: Sure. So a mood board is something that we use all the time that um, basically – is a creative brief for the event, so it includes things like color, texture, um, music, all the all the different things that you, all the elements that you want to put into the event that emote some sort of or evoke some sort of emotion. Um, yeah, that's probably a good in overview, a nutshell overview. Yeah, mm-hmm. for us, we include um, in that creative brief. We'll put all the core event details and things like that, um, and then we'll break it down into it's going to work so layman question
1: is it an actual physical board <laughs> at new not these days
2: quite digital oh what can you do it on i, I personally use um I've forgotten the name of the program pinterest instagram keynote <laughs> <laughs> we just listed every yeah. digital program i use keynote <laughs> to put it all together because it's really easy to um put things in and out it is a bit like a mood board I just prefer that to PowerPoint. But it's the same thing as PowerPoint. I
1: think people do too much PowerPoint in life. Yeah, death by PowerPoint. We hate it so much. (laughs) There's so many other things you can use
2: these days. It's not for me. No. But Keynote is like the souped up version by Mac. Mel, what do you like to use?
0: Um, Instagram folders is a really cool one. Actually, Tam taught me recently and I really love. Pinterest, a lot of people have used for quite some time now and it's a pretty easy social media concept to kind of grasp. You can go hard copy if you're feeling really old school, having a craft noon.
1: Yeah, and it does depend on your client and who you're sort of showing it to it as well. Yeah. You might
0: have, you know, clients who prefer to see the hard copy version. Or you can do it on Canva, um, but that's less common one, obviously. Yeah, Canva's more of
1: a graphic design kind of tool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. but you could use that for mood boards.
1: Yeah, so it depends what you just find your groove.
2: Exactly. Yep, whatever works for you. Mm-hmm.
1: So what would you say, Mel, are the most important elements of a mood board? definitely,
0: you know, colour, texture, um, what emotion you want to evoke at the event. Um, it can be something really abstract. It doesn't have to be the literal thing that you want to have at that event. It can be a colour that you like. in a quote
1: or something. I think a we've quote, done something like that. Yeah. Yep.
0: You know, a te- a te- I keep saying texture, but it doesn't have to be, you know, sticking velvet onto a physical board. It can be um, the ripple of water. Oh,
1: the
2: right? ripple of water. Damn.
0: <laughs> I know. Mm. Um, It can be music. Tam's a really big fan of music, I know.
2: Yeah, you can always um, include those into a digital mood board, obviously. Mm -hmm. And video. I often put video in. So when you get ideas from other places and you want to put in a link to something that's happened. Yeah, that's a really good way to pop it in. Mm. When you're talking ideas, ladies, where do you get your ideas from? Um, Personally, where. I am. I've always got a notebook with me Mm -hmm. and a pen. I um, record or save stuff through Instagram all the time because I hang out on that app a lot. (laughs) You hang Um, out on Instagram. Yeah, Yeah, I do. I hang out on Instagram. Um, Definitely Pinterest, TV, like pop culture, music that's popular, um, TV shows, movies, also music videos. Mm -hmm. They're all quite influential as to, especially if you're trying to do something that's really modern concerts it's my big one i love watching a lot of av inspo from concerts big scale yeah
0: production i get so much inspiration from and have on multiple occasions taken something i've seen at a big concert and put it into um an event that i've done mm,
2: for sure and, and other th- events yeah. attending yes, attending other events you definitely get inspired Sometimes Sometimes what's out there. <laughs> what not to do but it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's what to do
1: yeah so when you're starting off, so in your process, when you're starting off your mood board, what, Mel, what maybe kicks you off? Is it a colour? Is it a song?
0: For me, actually, it's an emotion. Um, I, as I've mentioned before, I do a lot of charity events and the emotion that I need to invoke in the room on the night usually um, inspires me on what I'm going to start with, what theme I'm going to end up with and how I want the guests to feel at the end of the night.
1: Tam, how do you start off? How do you kick off your mood board?
2: Usually with a song. Mm-hmm. So that will get me into the mood. Into the mood. <laughs> oh, good one. I uh, know. Um, yeah, I often will look at an event and um, think about the theme music that I would have to it. Whether or not it would actually be played at the event is a different story. It's just to sort of have a... Start the process. Yeah, and yeah. give you that feeling and yeah, it's
0: a, it's a vibe. It's a, it's, it's a vibe. <laughs> again, it's probably the emotion that yeah. the song evokes in you that you're
1: looking for. It is. And I'm a really big fan of just starting with a colour. Like, it's not Mm -hmm. a rule that I start with colour, but sometimes it's hard to articulate your theme as, you know, under the sea or whatever, but you're starting on a palette of, like, blues and greens. Mm -hmm. And Tammy touched on it earlier when you were talking about getting inspiration from literally anywhere and everywhere. Yeah. Do you find that sometimes you've come up with an idea, but actually you'd seen it somewhere.
2: Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. That happens. <laughs> I hate when that happens. It's, it happens
0: all the time. It happens all the
1: time. <laughs> so we think we're trendsetters, but maybe.
0: Sometimes I have to just Google it to make sure I haven't
1: seen it somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. You, you find that there's a bit of a um, trickle effect in the design and fashion industry with colour. Mm-hmm. Big so, time. So you see one colour and you think, oh, that's nice. And then next minute it's everywhere.
2: Yeah. And interior design is a big thing for me as well, because I'm always looking at home magazines. Me and too. different um, Ways to change up my home environment and that really influences what um, comes out in events. Yeah. Because mm. I think um, maybe people have never heard of the Pantone Institute,
1: but that's something I learned about probably a couple of years ago and it's basically like a group of people that get together and pick the palette for the year that goes mm. across fashion, architecture, design, everything. Mm-hmm. So what is it this year? 2019? Living Coral. Living it Coral. Is this year. Ooh. the Pantone colour so of the year?
0: Pantone basically invented the colour matching system. So... Years and years ago, they became the owner of colour and 2000, they started picking a colour of the year because they were the colour experts, basically. So How do you get a job
1: there? I know. Yeah, no,
0: That'll be cool. Yeah, that'll be, be awesome.
2: cool. I think it's mustard poo <laughs> this week. <year>. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I really like hey, this swamp water hey, green. <laughs> cool. You laugh, but some of the names I
1: come up with are hilarious. I actually really enjoy reading the names. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're um, creative.
0: But once they release it, they release it in December every year for the year ahead. You will see it trickle through everything. It's basically the consumer colour of the year. So yeah. every company that makes products for consumers um, will you start using it. Obviously blush came through yep. a year or two ago and still it was still around absolutely everywhere. It's still trickling through. Yeah. Um, last year it was greenery, I believe. Yep.
1: And we can still get plants anywhere and everywhere <laughs> now.
2: <laughs> yeah. So
0: yeah, it's you know, interior design, it's in events, it's in fashion, it's in car colours. It's in you know, the color of coffee mugs coming out, even like nail
2: polish colors, yeah, like nail OPI polish, will yeah. release the colors in line with that. OPI I did owned, a living yeah. coral range this year, it's one of those mysterious things, isn't it? Where nobody really knows where it comes from except we do now, yeah. yeah. We've just shared that knowledge, you're welcome, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you sort of it starts coming out everywhere, and suddenly you like it because you're seeing it yeah. everywhere, well, and it's really influential. I've been seeing lime green everywhere, and mm. very bright lime green. I'm like, I don't.
1: Think I hate this, but do I just not hate it? Because I see it everywhere. When I have to just deal with it. Mm. Mm. Maybe would, we're being
0: brainwashed to like the Pantone color of the year every year. Uh,
1: definitely, <laughs> <laughs> I would say so. If it's everywhere,
2: if you can't beat them, join them. Mm. When it comes to color, I quite like coral. I can't yeah. say I've used coral yet. Yeah, in a in an event palette, but I have. Could I used the Polo oh. last year and yep.
0: loved it. I'm just a trendsetter, you know. I've used yeah. it before. Oh, Pantone that's right, it. you did. Yeah,
2: you were
1: ahead. <laughs> she was so ahead of it. This is before before Pantone. Living Coral yeah, came out. Melissa. all across it. But, but
0: then last year I did Oasis at, as a theme as well. The year before they announced Greenery.
1: So, do you work at the Pantone Institute? Killer? Are you the Pantone? <laughs> Are you Pantone? <laughs> I'm secretly on the Pantone <laughs> <laughs> Institute board. Oh, She's a mole.
2: <laughs> <the> Pantone mole. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've probably think some things that I didn't include in the, when I talked about what's in a mood board is you actually put the as, long, as well as putting in the things that em, evoke emotion, you put in the hard elements that you would like to include, and they may not all come to fruition, but you would put in if you wanted, um, for instance, a gelato cart or a um, fancy gift booth that's roaming. Was p- it you that said to go aspirational on the
1: mood board mm-hmm. rather than what you can actually get? Definitely, because yeah, I heard it somewhere.
2: The thing is, (laughs) in uh, particularly in Western Australia, you can come up with all these brilliant ideas and they should be in the mood board, but quite often we can't actually get them in Perth unless you've got a really big budget Mm -hmm. and bring them in from the eastern states or from overseas. So that doesn't mean that you should stop there, you should definitely um, go for it, be as aspirational as you want, and then see how it all comes down when you do your budget oh. <laughs> <It> all comes <laughs> the out in the usually
1: when it gets oh yeah
2: yeah definitely yeah but it's really cool to be able to um, um mock up designs that you want to have so on the walls or on the screens or um features of the room you can mock that all up in your mood board and there's
1: so much you can do now with like Visualizations on the screen and stuff, yeah. Even if you say you can't afford a gelato
0: cart, project one on there. Might be able to project it on the wall. (laughs) I mean, that would be the poor man's gelato cart. You just serve (laughs) ice (laughs) cream from a table. Uh, I think you might be onto something there. (laughs) But But virtual for gelato cart. Sometimes there's a way around it. Yeah. Um, So if you start aspirational, you might be able to find something that's similar, or you know, serves the same purpose.
2: For example, we wanted. we we did an event last year for the Fremantle Foundation and we wanted to bring the streets of Fremantle into a ballroom. So we wanted people to feel like they were sitting at Gino's Cafe and they Ooh. had that sort of vibe with the street lamps and Yeah, so our mood board had street lamps in it and it had um all the little cafe tables and yeah, exactly. The essence of Frio, all the coffee and the smells. Um we put coffee beans into the mood board and all these sorts of things, and a um, ice cream van went into it as well. And it turns out that we had an ice cream van drive into the room, into the ballroom, oh. and set it up in a corner. We lit it all up with projection mapping and lighting. It looked epic and they served ice cream from the van that actually drives around the streets of Fremantle Not Frero. like Mel's gelato projection <laughs> that had no, no, it wasn't a cardboard cutout and it wasn't a projection. <laughs> awesome. It was real and it was so unexpected. People loved it. Yeah. And so they felt like they were – and there were other elements, obviously, in the yeah. room that I gave you like sense there. of Fremantle. Yeah, olive branches and lemons, for mm. instance. Mm. I think
0: the mood board, as you said, aspirational, it can come down to – similar to goal setting, once you actually – Verbalize what you want in the room. Sometimes, throw it out to the universe. It comes to you exactly. Yeah. You know, like um, Tam and I did an event together, and we thought, wouldn't it be great to have, you know, a nineteen twenties Rolls Royce car in the room. We thought, I don't know where we're going to get that from or higher. And we'll put it down. Wasn't it somebody's yeah, neighbour that you – Yeah, my neighbour. Someone just drove <laughs> past in the car that we needed yeah, and okay. he let us um, drive it into the room.
2: Yeah, that's kind of not how it happened. Oh, sorry. That's <laughs> the <laughs> story she tells they me. They weren't everybody. actually uh, driving Gertie around on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> time, did you <laughs> just chase uh, this man down and ask for his Rolls Royce? Yeah, pretty much. thought so. No, but most ballrooms you would see the big cardboard cutout, you know, the ones that everyone uses. Mm. They get recycled through every event. every event that does a 1920s Club, probably got thing. a crease in it because some drunk person tried to sit on it, yeah, yeah,
1: Pam's <laughs> <laughs> guilty face. <laughs> is
2: that me? No, so we took it to the next level. And having yeah. her name was Gertie, mm-hmm. and she was worth it was just over half a million dollars. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, Gertie, um, yeah. And what about getting it into the list? I was list? just gonna say that talk of that was
0: a near event fail, it nearly <laughs> didn't fit in the service lift at the convention center. So this is probably not uh very occupational health and safety, but we had to put like no, it was fine. It Five volunteers on either side to stand on it to weigh it down. Oh, yeah, to reverse so it, just it. had into to the lift.
2: drop the suspension a little bit. Yeah, it was too high. You know, those, um old cars are really tall. Yeah.
1: And when you were at uni, did you think, will I ever <laughs> have to solve this problem where the lift suspension needs to be balanced? Yeah, right. <laughs> mm.
2: on, on a 1919 uh, On Gertie. Rolls-Royce, I know. It's Royce named Gertie. I think we oh
1: all have God. those moments every week in events. Totally. Yeah. Things you, you never thought you'd do when yeah. you're at uni? Mm. Correct. So let's talk through some top tips for creating mood boards. I know we've got our starting off points as being music or colour or an idea and emotion. What's Mm -hmm. the other sort of things to keep in mind when creating your mood board?
0: I think really understanding the aim of the event is important um, and even articulating that on the mood board so you're always coming back to that purpose. We all know, you know, events can just turn into a giant party you waste money on. You want to make sure that you're actually achieving the objectives for the event, whether that is to launch a product to encourage all guests to trial that product it's to raise money it's to ensure that everyone in the room gets a chance to network with everyone else um understanding what the point of the event is is essential to doing your mood board I think
2: yeah for sure and in doing that I think you've got to remember to keep it quite simple so you don't want a page that's really cluttered and full of a lot of information um space it out have it really well thought out and edit, edit 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 so once you've done your big brain dump, pair it back. And, uh, Tam, you mentioned on it sourcing
0: information and inspiration from everywhere. Like I literally go to a restaurant and think I love the way that meal looks. That could fit into the theme at my event that I'm having. Mm. Again, I, of course,
2: Mel brings it back to food yeah. every time. <laughs> Even... Um, do you know what? This is going to sound bad, but sometimes uh, this is where I find the best tiles is in toilets. Yeah, you go to different venues, toilets, and there's some amazing tiles mm. at the moment and they can take you to a place, you know, give you that feeling that you're in Europe or you know somewhere else. And that, that toilets have upped their
1: game recently, actually. I have noticed that as well.
2: Toilets are so yeah. important. People underestimate toilets. Absolutely. It's, it's one of those things. If you ever go to a hotel, you go check out the bathroom first. Oh, absolutely.
0: <laughs> I personally don't. But <laughs> like, I'm not into what you
2: two are talking about. I, I judge a hotel room by its bathroom.
0: Same. Oh, yeah, a room. Sorry. I thought you meant like at a bar, having a drink at a hotel.
2: Uh, no. I don't beeline
0: straight for the bathroom. You know what? No. I beeline for the bar.
2: But do you remember <laughs> um, if you go down south to the wineries, there's this one winery, Lawrence Wines, I don't know if you guys have been there, but everyone talks I about have a, the toilet. I don't remember. They oh. are epic. They're these big palatial rooms and it's just like decked out. It's decadent, really decadent. Ooh, I like that word. They'll have one toilet in this enormous high-ceilinged, gold-embossed room. Oh, fun Do so. it. All right. I go love about. it. <laughs> Any excuse to go
1: to a winery? A yeah, toilet, toilet <laughs> tour of down south of the Yeah. <laughs> <world? laughs> But that really, really sums up. You source your information from everywhere. Source it from anywhere
0: and anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> can be sitting on the toilet and be like, "Hey, I love that tile." Yeah.
2: So another tip is to spark your emotions. So definitely, um, whether whatever kind of learner you are, it might be visual, it might be audio, audio auditory, aud- auditory, auditory. Yeah. <laughs> so whether it's through flipping through magazines, um, just being out in nature, movies, TV, that sort of thing, or it could be music. Um, listening to a beautiful piece of classical music could inspire a lot of um, emotion for you for a particular event or it could be heavy metal rock. Who knows? (laughs) Depends what it is. But um, yeah, whatever way you can spark your emotion, that's a really nice um, way to start. Mm -hmm. Curation is key. So you can, I personally even do
0: it, is you find all these things you like and you keep adding and adding and adding and you can get off on a tangent that isn't actually where you're trying to head. So pairing that back again, culling out the things that aren't exactly what you're trying to invoke is going to make the most effective mood board. Yep. Edit
2: that baby. Mm-hmm. Edit that baby. And then it also you can get quite confused if you leave a whole lot of stuff in there. Oh, so yeah, you, you want to have Definitely. clear goals by the end, like when you yeah, mood board's The complete. whole
1: purpose of the mood board is to try and whittle everything back down. Yeah, exactly. So mood boards is sort of the main vehicle in our industry for putting together a theme or a concept. Let's talk a bit more about creative concept in general, how do you spark your creativity sort of taking a step back from the mood board? Like having a glass of wine? Or like do you sit car? down and say, right, I need a concept? <laughs> hmm. Or is it more organic? Like you might actually be out for a walk in a park for
2: some strange reason <laughs> and then think, oh, you know, that's that green's really nice. Yeah, if it's something, uh, just, yeah, it really depends on the event. Let me think of some examples. It is hard. How do you spark yeah. your creativity, Crystal? <laughs> <laughs> I asked the question. <laughs> I I'm, I'm a
1: like a outdoorsy not an outdoorsy person, that's wrong. <laughs> no, that is wrong. I know you. That's incorrect. <laughs> I like to be not forcing myself to think of something creative. I will always try and remove myself from the pressure of trying to come up with an amazing concept and I'll just like don't laugh. Go to the gym or do something unrelated to what I'm trying to come up with. And a lot
2: of people do it through exercise. I was swinging some kettlebells
1: the other day and I had a great idea. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I was like, oh. Yeah. It gives you that clear clarity of yeah. mind, whatever works for you. Sometimes yeah. for me it's wine. Mm-hmm. I think wine is the
1: greater creativity sparker amongst event professionals. Mm. Definitely. I definitely,
2: when I was working on a lot of balls, I used to mm-hmm. – <laughs> Stop it. I used to sit down um, if I was yeah you know, beginning my mood board. I'd sit down with a piece of music and a glass of wine, and I'd, it would be nighttime for me. In, first thing in the morning, I'm not super creative. Who is?
0: Yeah, I'm the same. I think the important part is finding knowing yourself, knowing when you're the most creative. Crystal, I know is a morning person. Yeah. I, I'm like Tam. I have to do things in the evening. I really get on a roll at about three p.m. and can work through without even thinking about oh, it.
1: Girl, I'm a asleep about eight p.m. every night. <laughs>
0: Um, But for me as well, it's kind of – I don't like to force the issue either. And I used to do this even at university with assignments. I'd be like, oh, I just just need time to stew on it. It just needs to work in the back of my head for a while. So once I know the brief and what we need to create, you know, it can be anything. Like Tam said, you can be eating at a restaurant or, you know, going to the toilet. (laughs)
1: And oh my all wrong. Yeah, I know. You know when Tam said let's just go to the toilet and come up with some ideas?
2: Yeah. <laughs> we had a brainstorm session in there. A lot of men get their best ideas on the toilet, do they? Well they spend enough time there. I don't well, maybe <laughs> I just made that up, but I feel like oh, I feel like that's where a lot of thinking goes on.
0: I actually have a lot in the shower, I have to say. Yeah. Standing there contemplating yeah. life. Yeah.
2: That's where the magic
1: happens. Um so we're talking about I guess we've crossed on to tips for finding your creative process. Mm. So we've got, you know, depending on what time of day the, your energy is the best. I'm a morning person, which is apparently quite weird amongst, amongst my fellow podcasters. <laughs> what other tips do you have, Mel?
0: Well, I think creating a space that you feel comfortable in really helps with creativity. So, you know, getting the clutter out of the way. If you're working from home, I think creating a specific space to be creative in um, is really important. Or what might motivate you individually is going to a cafe and working next to lots of other really motivated small business owners people doing things yeah Yeah. whatever works for you going for a walk in the park uh if you're a real beach bunny you want to go for a walk along the beach and sit there with a notepad it's whatever works for you what what makes you feel inspired
2: yeah and gives you that that sense of space where Mm, you can come up absolutely you can't force creativity either yeah definitely it's like that
1: guy in the bathtub Yes. (laughs) what? Yes. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I saved this for this recording, Tam. I said to Mel, oh, you know, the creative process is like Archimedes in the bathtub because he was <laughs> trying to solve how to work out volume and disbursement and uh-huh. he didn't work it out until he sat in the bathtub and all the water went up when he went in. Right. So he worked out his volume. Something completely unrelated. But he wasn't trying to do that at the time. Mm. Mm. mm.
0: Yeah. Things come out of nowhere. <laughs> Hashtag science. Yes. But again, following on from that, allowing yourself regular <laughs> breaks is, is good. I'm sure Archimedes was just taking a break. Yeah, he's just having a
1: bath. His monthly bath, I would imagine. Oh. Back in the day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, because you're right, when you take your mind off the direct problem at hand, is quite often when um, you know, that light bulb goes off. Yeah.
2: Mm. That's why exercise works for you, I reckon,
0: Yeah, because sure. my
1: light bulbs are all off.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Regularly visiting places that really inspire you as well, so that could be could be Comic Con. Look, <laughs> <laughs> I love a good
1: comic book. Oh, oh my god. god, he goes the dork in me.
0: Nerd. It could be concerts, theater productions, degustation dinners are the jam. I love <laughs> looking at how they can pr- differently present ten different. Oh, courses.
2: so food again? Okay, Mel. Oh yeah. Go on.
1: What a coincidence.
0: <laughs> can we
2: just go back to Comic Con? You did not write that down. <laughs> she did. Thinking that we're gonna just brush over that and let you get away with okay, it. Okay,
0: I've never actually been to Comic Con. I oh, just yeah. look at it and think it looks fun. I yes.
1: yes. have. Yeah. <laughs> Crystal has.
2: I've been to one here. Are you dressed as Princess oh, Leia?
1: Oh, I don't do like weird costumes or anything.
2: Oh. Well, you're not really. No. You're not really a Comic-Con person. I'm, I'm
1: interested though. I
0: like, um, you know, Stargate, Thor. Yeah. Oh,
1: well, I jam over Stargate. That's a story for yeah, another time. I don't know where where, what direction this is we're going. we tracking. Terms like, you're both fired.
0: But reading books. <laughs> um, I, I like to read a lot of historical books. So, you know, if you're trying to. Take it to a different era. Reading mm-hmm. a book set yes. in that time was really helpful. Definitely. Magazines, even interior design magazines. Definitely. 100%. Um, going to the local My farmers' My favorite.
1: Crystal's favorite. I love like overpriced honey, <laughs> kind of like organic, just anything that you can get <laughs> normally too. at Kohl's, but costs more. I'm there.
2: <laughs> yeah, but they're made locally and the people are I'm all about supporting local businesses. You. Yeah. It's awesome. I, I, that's a really and good Honestly, um, like
1: sidebar, organic fruit and vegetables does last longer in the fridge. Okay. It does. If you say so, it does.
2: I don't know if I just tell myself that because
1: it costs more, but <laughs> yeah. it does.
2: But some beautiful creativity does come out with those little stalls because you've got yeah. the maker. So yeah, because you have a chat to them, meeting the maker, and they've displayed it in a really creative way that evokes. You can taste the passion, in. you can. Yeah, yeah, you can. I mean, that's I agree. a good one. I'm gonna. Yeah, I haven't really thought much. of that as a place that would inspire me, but it is. Mm. Thank you. Oh. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I,
0: I think the last one, make sure you write everything down. Either, yes. Because – Or should, take lots of
2: photos. Yeah, exactly, which um, I definitely do. My camera roll is ridiculous. Food. <laughs> is it? So yeah, but oh, do, it's a lot of food. It's the worst, isn't it? Because you've got 50 million photos, and that's not an exaggeration, yeah. on your phone, <laughs> and then you've got to figure out where you – Record where you save something and how, oh my god. Do you guys ever print out, out photos anymore? Anyway? No. Yeah, developed. <laughs> do you know I've got so many empty photo frames hanging <laughs> on my walls at oh. home waiting for the photos to be printed. I'm like, <laughs> one day. I'll do that one day. thought
0: just occurred to me that the fact I have to pay for extra iCloud storage should be a tax deduction for event managers. Okay. Government, listen up. Yes. Oof, I think they are listening. Are getting, <laughs> just, getting too political. But one, one idea can lead on to another, kind of a snowball effect, um, which, you know, it could be five stages down the line there, the idea you eventually end up at. But the seed was that yeah, first the thing. The seed yeah.
2: was, you know, that first stall you saw at the market. But, yeah. you know. Do you remember, Mel, when we did um, that ball for a thousand people? And the thing that sparked my creativity for that was Don't Give Up by Kate Bush yeah. and Peter Gabriel. Kate Bush. Woo. Yeah, you know, I do, do you know, know Kate Bush. She's singing again. And <laughs> we used to play that so often to... And it ended. Up, that did end up being a song.
0: That was a song. We got one of our talent to sing on the night.
2: Yeah, in a duet, and it was amazing. Oh, such a heart Ugh, moment. Chills. Yeah, still. people were crying, and it was really beautiful. But that that song was the key for me for that whole event. It was beautiful. Thanks. <laughs> don't, so don't give up. <laughs> okay, I'll try not to. What would be your five tips? Fast five. Fast five, Tam. Understand the aim of the event. Very clear. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Source information from everywhere,
1: up to and including a toilet.
2: <laughs> Spark your
0: emotion; however, makes you happy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And edit. Uh, curation is key. You want to make that
2: baby easy to look at. Mm-hmm.
1: So, before we sign off, I thought just a
2: quick whip around. What are you guys into this week? Oh, the bold type just started again. <gasps> Have you watched my favorite that? show? I love it. Um, you're looking blank at me, Crystal. Oh, I watched, watched one watch episode and I just couldn't get around it. <gasps> About average, if you haven't seen yeah. it, go on Stan. Publishing, Is it Stan? yes, yeah. Stan. publishing Stan. industry yeah. magazine. These um millennials
0: love it amazing. I actually haven't watched the new season yet. I'm trying to save a few up because I can't just watch one episode at once. Mel, are you into anything separate to the bold tie? Well, I'm super excited for Game of Thrones to start.
1: Yes, guess what I'm into this week, Tam? What firstly, sidebar, I've got no internet at home. Also, so stop building it up. Just <laughs> Sorry, me either. <laughs>
2: What's going on? Are you getting MBN at the moment?
1: No, we're, I'm switching suppliers. Mm. It's not that interesting a story, but it's just <laughs> frustrating. Anyway, I've been using all my data on Coachella. Oh, yeah. Coachella fashion. Oh, my God. What craziness has gone on this year? Tell are us. Are you walking
2: around in pasties? <laughs> on, no, no, not
1: on myself. I just like to see the train smash on Instagram with mm. what people are wearing, ah. how much effort they went into. Like, it's in the desert. Why are you hiring a makeup artist?
0: There's still <laughs> flower crowns going around. Because there Flower are crowns are, in, flower are
1: done. Camera. It's yeah. all about just, like, rhinestones on the... B- Boob area. (laughs) Pasties. not just but it's like artistic. not
2: yeah. the yeah, so they ba- they basically don't wear a piece of clothing. It's just, just the rhinestones form the stick clothing. Go on, rhinestones on okay.
0: nips. Dress code for next podcast.
1: Uh, mm. <laughs> I think so. On that, uh, that probably wraps on that, up. On, that n- <laughs> on that nip note. Um, <laughs> thanks so much for joining us for today's episode. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. Jump onto our Instagram page at Behind the Clipboard Podcast. If you love what you are listening to, then please subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. Bye, bye, everybody. Bye. We out. Bye. We out. bye.
2: Thanks for tuning in. For your chance to have your questions answered or join our conversation,
0: jump into our Facebook group, Behind the Clipboard Podcast, and follow us on Instagram at Behind the Clipboard Podcast.